Do you know what it takes to become a developer advocate for AWS? Well, today we're talking with the first woman in Africa to be named an AWS hero, and now she's a senior developer advocate for AWS. She's sharing all her secrets, including how to get involved and how to help. Let's do this. This is the Daily Tech Show. Well, I hope to do this daily, but for now, I'm your host, John Meyer. My guest today is Viliswa Boya, a senior developer advocate for AWS in Africa, and she's sharing her experience from an AWS hero to joining the famous AWS developer advocate. Also, we're talking about the skills gap in Africa and how she and the community are helping and getting involved. Please join me in welcoming Viliswa to the show. Viliswa, thanks for joining. Hi, John. Hi, everybody. Thank you for hosting me. Yes. Well, Lisa, our topic today is developers in Africa who are at the early stages of their AWS journey. Speaking of the AWS journey, I also know that you're formerly an AWS community hero, including the first woman out of Africa to be named an AWS hero. Can you give us a little bit of backstory on that and how you came about AWS? Yeah, it's quite an interesting one and an exciting one for me at the time, and I still get very excited when I think about it. So yes, I was uh, a community hero before I joined AWS and first woman out of Africa to be named one. How did this happen? I, When I first started to learn AWS, uh, what I used to do is every new thing that I learned, I would share with the community, either via a blog or speaking at meetups. And I guess doing enough of this got me the attention that got me nominated to be an AWS hero. It was an amazing honor and such a surprise. And how did I come about to learn AWS? Um, I think it was a mix of things. Uh, you know, things were starting to change in the, in the industry. Cloud was really taking off. Where I worked at the time, we had a, a cloud strategy. But I was also getting curious about this cloud that I've been hearing about. Uh, what is it and how can I get in on it? So I started to learn uh, AWS on the side on my own. And I think all of it just maybe just the time just just aligned um, what was happening in the industry and my curiosity. And that's how I came to learn AWS. So we're going to talk about what's happening in the industry upcoming in a few moments. Also, what you learned. Uh, really, let's share with the audience. How about you tell us about the developers in Africa who are at the early stages of their AWS journey? And we're going to kick it off from there, and then we'll talk about it and jump into a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Um, so since I got this role, I think it also even started before when I was a, a hero. Maybe also just remembering what it was like for me when I started to learn AWS and, and the support that I got from the community and the support that I got from AWS. And this role feels so much like a continuation for me of what I was doing then. And I'm, I'm very drawn to those who are starting out on their journeys. And since I'm, I've joined, I've had so many connect with me, share their stories, being very curious about learning and being very keen to learn. And it's been so exciting for me to be part of their journeys. All right. So you get to be part of everybody else's journey now that you're AWS and you have a lot of insight information on what's happening in Africa. I really, I have about a two-part question. Is there a skills shortage in Africa or is there a shortage of opportunities or maybe a combination of both? This is an interesting one because when I joined I thought there was a shortage of uh, opportunities. And no, I thought there was a shortage of skills. 
And um, as a developer advocate, I work with the various user groups throughout Sub-Saharan Africa, reach out to them, and through conversations, also found out that there's a shortage of opportunities. So you have people who are looking to learn AWS, but now they learn AWS, and then what happens? What do I do with the skill set that I have? So part of my interaction has been bringing the employers or opportunities for opportunities together with the, uh, the developers that have the skill set. So it's a combination of both. And I think the main thing, what's going to be a win is when we can bring the two together. People who've got the skill set and people who've got the opportunities. So now that you're part of AWS, you get to work with those people on the ground that have the skills, but you also get to work with customers who have the opportunities. And you can be the person in the middle that kind of, hey, communicates and brings those together. So you actually bring a very unique experience to the Africa community, correct? It's an exciting thing to be a part of. And I've had so much um, success uh, collaborating with the startup organizations within AWS. Um, I seem to find that there's so much um, uh, collaboration between the two startups looking for for talent. Uh, But I've been, I've had opportunities as well with our um, bigger customers who are looking for skill sets. So yeah, it's been a very um, interesting one to be a part of. And it's quite an honor to be a part of all of that. And some of the stories that you will hear when you've actually helped someone get the opportunities or get the certification. It's a, it's a very, um, I'm, I'm always honored every day, I feel, to be, as you say, in the middle of it all. Um, yeah, but yeah, very long story short, I bring the two together. Yeah, uh, it's really got to make you proud to not only be part of that community, but bring them together and to close that skills gap. So, Beliswa, my next question, being that you are at AWS, how is AWS helping close the skills gap within Africa? So this was one of the other first things I did when I when I joined AWS. Um, I always knew that there are multiple programs inside AWS that uh, seek to fill various gaps. Um, so I connected very early on with the people who run the AWS Restart program within AWS. And um, it just so happened at the time that they were actually busy rolling out throughout Africa. Restart program is a program that helps uh, um, unemployed and underemployed individuals get cloud training. And then uh, sometimes it will extend to actually helping them find employment after they've had the cloud training. So I got to be a part of that journey as they were busy rolling out throughout Africa. So mainly my, my, my role in the whole rollout was to raise awareness about Restart within my developer community. So um, I've known of a lot that have signed up to be on this Restart program. They've had the training and are they working? I've actually interviewed um, a young woman in um, Ghana who she studied through Restart and now she's actually a teacher for Restart, um, which is great. Uh, So we've got programs like Restart uh, that are doing this. We have programs like, um, I like the Community Builder program as well, which recognizes people who are already interacting in the community because what it does is it gives those individuals the visibility that could sometimes lead to opportunities for them as well. So we have a long list, a very exhaustive list of, of programs, and they, and they seek to take care of various types of people within the, the community. All right, so folks, I'm going to put the link to Restart in the description below because I think this is a very unique opportunity, and I love hearing all the stories that come about 
uh, you know, the teacher that's now teaching Restart as part of that. And I think just change one life, one life with the Restart program, it makes it, the value is there. And I think that's really nice that you're sharing it and it brings that unique experience to a program that was started. I actually had a couple of colleagues that were on the Restart and they could always share some of these awesome stories. So I like what AWS is doing there and including for the Africa community. So th thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Sure. All right. So Valiswa, let, let's talk about the skills gap and the opportunity. Is it just AWS experiencing this in Africa or is there a skills gap in general? I think in general. I think, um, um, okay, I'm going to get to all these other individuals that I've been meeting outside of just the AWS community. I think it's general. Um, there's so much happening in the world right now. There have been so many changes, and, and not just because of COVID. I think just global, globally, you know, uh, especially the world of tech moving so fast, and uh, people always need to learn the latest and the greatest skill sets so that they can be relevant. And... Um, also, we're now in a global community. Uh, just because you live in South Africa doesn't mean you want to work and stay here your entire life. So you're forever looking out to see what's out there uh, that I can learn so that I can get out there. So there's always that. Um, but what I'm finding, just speaking to various members of the community, is that uh, the skill, uh, the, the shortage is, is pretty, it's beyond just AWS. And people are looking to, you know, get the skill set that empowers them, that gives them the opportunities that change their lives. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more, it's beyond just AWS. So AWS is providing or trying to close that skills gap in Africa. Are there other companies or other communities trying to do the same within Africa? Or, and I hate to say like, is AWS the only one? Or are you seeing it globally that everybody's trying to pitch in and close this skills gap? I think everyone is trying to pitch in. Um, I'm also, um, I mentioned uh, before about other communities that are not AWS specific communities, because um, I, I tend to talk about AWS user groups, and these are user groups that are aligned to AWS already. But I've been uh, meeting and engaging and building relationships with others that are not uh, specific to, to AWS. So you have um, communities where uh, actually they actually even tend to be not tech. Uh, specific. So it's if you're in technology, come and hang out with us. And um, and you hear the same stories. It's programming languages that people want to learn. I want to become a data scientist. So which programming language do I go and learn? So there's that as well. There is that learning that's taking place outside of just um, cloud-specific technologies that people are learning. All right. So Valiswa, you mentioned the user groups. And I want to talk about AWS user groups. Is there a user group in Africa? Did you create it or are you helping amplify the message and grow and bring people together again to really kind of just share this knowledge, not only within AWS, but maybe to join AWS or using their services? Let's talk about these user groups a little bit. Okay, the user groups is a global community of AWS enthusiasts. They, um, the user groups are independent of AWS, but we support them. Uh, because already talk AWS in there. So it's AWS enthusiasts, very independent. They form, they self-form, or someone will uh, decide to start one and they will start one. And um, they tend to uh, meet up on meetup.com 
And uh, so, yeah, we support them if they're looking for speakers, if they're looking for content and amplification, as you say. Um, um, there is actually is a page where you can actually go and uh, find a group that's closest to where you are. That's when we still used to meet in person, but now you can join any group. Uh, but now you can actually join a group that's maybe discussing more of the content that you like to hear. So user groups are very global. And here in Sub-Saharan Africa, we've got uh, eight user groups now. Wow. Uh, throughout uh, West Africa, East Africa, here in South Africa as well. And uh, it's been great when I when I joined because of the, the lockdowns, uh, they'd gone dormant because people had gone from meeting in person. And now how do we do this in um, this virtual thing? Some were dormant, uh, some were carrying on, but needed uh, a, a, quite a bit of support. So it was great for me to get involved with that as well. Um, uh, what I've also watched happen is so many of these user group leaders becoming heroes during my time here, becoming community builders during my time here. Uh, it's just been exciting to just watch all the, all the growth that's happening and uh, the, so much activity that's taking place. And I know they've got so many plans for their communities in the coming years as well. So it's been an awesome thing to be a part of. I love the passion behind the AWS user groups and that it's not an AWS representative. We're there to support it. I created one locally within my region and right before the pandemic hit, uh, we were all remote and I was trying to kick this off myself. So I know the trouble that they're going through in order to promote this locally. And it's a lot of work, but AWS fully supports it. And I'm glad that you do the same. Yeah. It's all right. great. <laughs> so, Belisma, in a moment, we're, we're going to talk about all things AWS community in Africa after we take a quick short break and hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. And for those who are just joining us, we're talking with Valisa Boyle, a senior developer advocate for AWS. Our topic today is developers in Africa who are at the early stages of their AWS journey. Before our break, I wanted to talk about all things with regards to AWS and the community of Africa. Valisa, can you share some of those with us? Um, so some of the things that are happening right now in Africa. So another thing that has been what's very close to my heart. And I know it's close to not just mine, AWS in general, my colleagues as well, uh, not just the involvement of uh, communities in Africa, it's the women as well, starting to see so many, um, we're looking to see many women start to engage with the communities, being those thought leaders and being uh, involved. So we've started some mentorships that are happening with women you know, just to try and give them that um, uh, uh, confidence to start interacting. Uh, there's a there's another program at AWS that I maybe should have mentioned as well previously, AWS She Builds. This is a program that uh, we run an event where if you, um, for women, and you can sign up and uh, it's a once-off event that will take place. You either speak or present something te technical or not technical. Uh, but it's a platform for women as well to give that confidence. We just finished the, the CFP just closed uh, last week and uh, the selection process should be happening. It's a virtual event. Uh, and it was so great to hear that uh, quite a lot of women from Africa actually signed up for that uh, program as well. So something, again, that's quite great to be a part of. So not only were you the first woman in Africa to be named an AWS hero, 
Uh, you, you're fully supportive of the she builds. Uh, there's another lady. I hope you know her name, Sandy Carter, who is a huge uh, proponent for girls in tech. And I did a recording. In fact, take a look up here for the recording that I did called Empowering Women in Tech with Sandy Carter. She is by far awesome and very passionate about it. And I can feel that within you as well. Keep doing what you're doing within the community, but also to empower women to promote it for, you know, uh, she builds. In fact, do you know some of the people that uh, submitted their question for she builds? Yes, yeah. I, I, I know some of the names. I saw some of them on Twitter. Uh, some of them have mentored before. Some of them are mentoring now. Uh, so I'm just very excited to see where this all leads for them. And I, I always say, what I always say to people that when I started out, I was not confident either. I didn't feel like I know what I was talking about either. But what's great is that you always have this community that supports you. Uh, so you're not alone. And uh, just put yourself out there. And you never know where it might lead. And that's what I always say to people. Uh, something I heard a quote, uh, just get started. Just do it. Uh, just jump right yeah. in there. Don't wait for don't don't wait for that optimal time because it's never going to happen. You just got to get started and learn as you go. Yeah, definitely. And I always say I always remember the first blog I ever wrote. And I always tell this to people that I just learned how to do IM roles on AWS. That was the first thing I learned. And I wrote a one-on-one -on -one article that this is what I've learned. And I posted it. And I said, "What do you think, everybody?" And I could not believe the overwhelming support. Uh, the, the, the criticism was so constructive. It was people looking to help me, not to criticize me and make me feel bad. And that was just so encouraging for me to keep going. So, yes, you're never going to feel like you know everything. Just go for it and just start. Well, Lisa, how about you send me that link? I want to share that link with everybody. I'll put it in the description below. I want to share out the article that you did, if you don't mind. Sure. All right, let's do that. So, Belisa, let's talk about a hot topic here, uh, COVID-19, the pandemic, and how did it affect the Africa and tech AWS community? So something that I've learned that, um, well, I've learned so much uh, this year. What I used to say is um, before this role, maybe most of my interactions were only with people in South Africa. So I was very used to what it's like to be South African and around things like access to data, access to the internet, uh, but the more people that I interact with and the various different stories that you hear. So what COVID did is that we have communities where uh, when people were meeting in person, especially around user groups again, what used to happen was that those individuals who don't have laptops, and you get a lot of that here in Africa, you'll find that, say in a user group, you'll find that 20%, um, only 30%, actually have a laptop, let alone access to uh, to the internet. So what they used to do at the time, they used to pair program or uh, would share a laptop when there's an uh, in-person meetup. All of a sudden, we're virtual. And so you can't access someone else to pair program or share their, uh, their laptop for anything. And that became such um, a, a, a blocker to a lot of people accessing information, accessing learning. And part of what we've been doing this year is innovating around that. We ran um, a workshop uh, end of August with my colleague. And um, so building on AWS workshop, because of that information, because we knew what it, uh, the challenges that uh, some of these communities had, 
the workshop that we actually ran was a workshop that did not require that you have an AWS account, the official AWS account. So we did an Alexa, which was an easier account to sign up for. So if you don't have a credit card, you could just still sign up and take part in the workshop. And the attendance was great and the feedback was so awesome. So we've all been about how do we innovate around these new challenges? But uh, a lot of it definitely is access to things like the internet, information, and um, um, skill set. Uh, how do I do my training now that I am stuck at home? I can't get out and go to a physical classroom. Those have been some of the challenges that I've discovered. And uh, as we discover them, it's always about how do we innovate around this? Because the main thing is you don't want anybody to be left behind. That's the main thing for us. Really, so I love the innovation that you took and you realized that uh, about 20, 30% didn't have a laptop or internet. And typically workshops, hands-on stuff require that for you to work on. But you took that and you built a workshop that did not require that so people can still learn and you know join in and be part of the community. And uh, you know what, it, what's the next step? Are, is there any initiatives to try and to provide people with either laptops or devices or sharing within the community that we might be able to share with everyone? There's some partnerings that might be possible, partnerings around um, organizations that could provide devices, partnering around uh, organizations that could provide workspaces. Uh, but those are very early on. Maybe I shouldn't talk so much about them, but definitely they are. Uh, like that workshop that I mentioned, you could actually just do it on your cell phone. You didn't need a laptop for that. Oh, and you nice. find that people have cell phones, although they don't have a laptop, which was great. That means everyone then could actually participate in that. So it's those kinds of innovations that we work on. All right. So I love that you've adapted to the current situation and still able to people with a way for education or hands-on learning and to close that skills gap. So uh, hands off to you. I really appreciate it. I'd like to share with everybody the workshop that you did. So I'll try to put that into the description below as well. All right. So let me talk about the next topic and probably our last question before we wrap things up. What's next? What do you see for the African tech AWS community? Uh, anything that you can dive into? Yeah. So I get stuck between there's so much to do, as in there's so much potential to, I'm overwhelmed as, are we going to pull all of it off? But I know that I work for an organization where there's so much support. I'm part of a community where there is so much support. So very high level, what I can talk about is definitely what's next is we've had uh, a hero that we nominated this year and he uh, was accepted into the program from Cameroon first serverless hero from Africa and our first hero from Cameroon. But I've said, I wanna see women now becoming heroes as well. Um, when I moved on to join AWS, I had to stop being a hero. I wanna see more women becoming heroes. So there are mentorships that are happening. Some of them are behind the scenes, you won't see them. We, we are helping women you know, uh, gain that confidence, become those thought leaders. And hopefully out of those people, we could get um, heroes in the future that are women. Um, uh, what are we working on outside of just the AWS user groups starting to partner with other communities that are not specifically AWS to bring AWS into those communities as well. And it's just so exciting because you meet people who talk different things to what you're used to talking about. So there's new learnings there for me as well with those interactions into new markets. Uh, like uh, when I was talking about the user groups that exist, I said West Africa, East Africa, and South Africa. 
uh, we don't have in Zimbabwe, we don't have in Botswana, I would like to start seeing user groups and communities, AWS communities, start up in those uh, markets as well. So that's my thing for next year um, and beyond. And yeah. <laughs> All right. So I like it that you have an initiative for more user community, uh, user group uh, in the Africa region. I like that. I hope everybody works on that. Did you share? I don't think you shared who the AWS serverless hero was. Would you like to share them on? Yeah, uh, Rossius Ndemofo Ate. He's the uh, serverless right. hero. He, he, he releases a blog every day. I'm thinking, where do you get the time to write a blog every day? <laughs> but he's so passionate about it. This is why. Uh, so it's been so awesome. It was such a proud moment for me. He was so happy. And it's just so great to be part of these journeys with people. And it's, it's quite awesome. I'm glad. Thank you for sharing it. I really appreciate it. I, I love everything that you're doing. And everything that you did previous before AWS, and now that you're trying to do with an AWS, I think a senior developer advocate role is perfect for you coming from an AWS hero that you can actually speak to the community. You know what everybody's going through, and I can see your passion. So thank you so much for it. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, folks, this is the Daily Tech Show. I'm your host, John Meyer. And today we were speaking with Valise Boyle, a senior developer advocate for the Africa region. Now, uh, Valiswa, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. Again, thank you again for hosting me. Thank you, everybody. And what I always say is um, I'm always reachable on social media. If you want to connect with me, you are more than welcome to do that. We can chat and we can ask questions and we can exchange uh, information. I think I managed to watch uh, um, Sandy's knife to like Face up. I did watch Cindy's interview and she talked about becoming an open API, uh, yeah. sharing knowledge. Um, so I, I, I always enjoy doing that and I learn because when you share with people, they share back with you as well and I learn from them. So, yeah, definitely. So, Sandy's quote was resonated. I absolutely loved it. I, I put it out there. I think I'm going to tie her name to it. Every time that I talk about it, I'm going to put Sandy on there. You know, what she said was, act like an open API, share knowledge freely, but also allow people to, uh, you know, to pass out and tap into your knowledge. All right, folks, thank you for joining. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and the notification because we have more awesome content on the way. Valiswa, thank you for joining another one in the future. Great. Thank you again for hosting me. This was really awesome. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.